You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gives you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic, friends. I'm so glad you're tuning in today. Happy almost Gemini season. We're starting to feel that just like faster moving energy of Gemini. And literally my kids were bouncing off the walls last night. It's just, yeah, it's good. Things are are picking up a little bit. Thanks for being here, everyone. Thanks for listening each week. We're getting tons of self-care ideas. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show meant to bring you so many practices, ideas, teachings about how you can take care of yourself and how you can just learn more about who you are. Today is on the more taking care of yourself side, kind of a fun self-care practice. You know, I've dabbled in all sorts of bougie self-care practices in the past and Frankly, I don't stick with a lot of them because they take a lot of time and they're kind of expensive. And so one thing, you know, that I have really stuck with for a long time, mostly because it brings a lot of ease to my day and it makes me feel really good is lash extensions. So you're like, wait, I thought this was a a show about spirituality. And yes, you know, we explore all areas of self-care and spirituality here, but I think it's important to remember that self-care can be so many things for so many of us. And looking good is definitely one of those. So I'm planning to include a few more of my favorite practitioners on this show, highlight some of the people that I get to work with regularly and that I know, you know, really bring a lot of joy to my life, to other people's lives. So today I have my amazing estheticians, Brooke and Caitlin from The Loft of Beauty in Edina, Minnesota, talking beauty trends, lash extensions, and a whole lot more. These two babes have built just an awesome business in the midst of the pandemic, literally like the very beginning of the pandemic is when they opened their doors. And I really just love hearing their journey. As somebody who grew up in a small town, I just have a connection and affinity for people that also grew up in small towns and ultimately went out to tackle their dreams. And these two definitely did that. So in this episode, we will be discussing discussing the nitty gritty of lash extensions, how to build a business during COVID or how they did it, beauty trends and the love of simplicity, skincare non-negotiables and the order that your skincare routine should be going in. I definitely learned some things here and we'll be talking about their charts and their favorite self-care routines. So if you are a local listener here in the Twin Cities in Minnesota, the Laugh of Beauty is a very generously offering a 10% discount on your next service with the code yogamagic10 or just mention this episode when you book. Also, if you're local, final reminder that the next week, Wednesday, May 25th, 7 p.m. Central Time is our very first 
yoga magic live event at the Nunu. I'll be interviewing past guests, Kelly Smith, Gina Seval, and Meredith McCowan to talk about summer self-care, astrology, past lives, all the good things. And we'll be doing a bunch of giveaways as well. So grab those tickets in the show notes if you are wanting to come meet in person, IRL. For those of you pals who are not in Minnesota, which is most of you, please hop on our email list in the show notes to be the first to hear about upcoming online events and workshops. And that's actually where the most of the magic is happening online. You can follow us on Instagram at yoga magic podcast. Thanks again for tuning in everybody. Let's hop to this fun conversation with Caitlin and Brooke from the loft of beauty. All right, ladies, thanks for hanging out on a Monday morning with your coffee, chatting all things beauty. Today, I'm sitting down with the people that make me feel good, look good, and I'm so grateful. (laughs) Caitlin and Brooke from The Loft of Beauty. We're talking about some stuff, honestly, that we haven't really talked about on the show before, but I think it really falls under some of the the major categories of self-care is when you show up and you look good, you feel so good. So thanks for being here, ladies. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Okay. So we're going to talk nitty gritty details of, you know, life of an esthetician, life of having a business before we do. Can you each just tell listeners who you are and maybe just the path that you got to this, to this, this role that you have today? Yeah, absolutely. I am from a small town. I went to post-secondary to esthetician school. Then I went to a four-year school in Mankato. Then I moved up to the cities and Brooke and I met at our last job as coworkers. Oh yeah. Were you guys at another, it was like you were la- doing lashes before too, yep. right? Okay. Okay. Kind of same thing. I did post-secondary as well. Went to school in Mankato as well and <laughs> then moved up to the cities after college and started, I had a business there in Mankato first that I had for about seven years. And then when we met, um, we decided to do a partnership together. So I ended up closing that and here we are today. Did you guys always know that you wanted to start your own business? I feel like that's such a direct path. Like I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, no, it's definitely always been a goal of mine. It's kind of always been in the back of my mind. Um, and then when I met Brooke, we just like clicked, like our values are so similar, our work ethics, like our backgrounds, like where we come from. Um, it just felt right. Yeah. And for me, like my family, both my parents own businesses. So my first business I started when I was 17. So it was just something I always knew, like I'm independent and I like to Mm -hmm. um, go for the next thing. So I knew that that was something that I wanted when I was really young. What was the business when you were 17? Lashes. Yep. So I had you were doing this for that long. Good for you. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I know. What are like, I think about like the jobs I had in high school were like, I think I worked at you guys. I worked at Subway for a little bit. So like that's your job was way cooler. <laughs> My first Not that job. working at Subway is bad, but like it was something that I wasn't very good at. <laughs> um, okay. So talk a little bit about the business that you've created and what that, you know, like the mission, I know that you recently rebranded and it's, it's grown and expanding. And like, we have all been at home in sweatpants for two flipping years. And like, it just feels so good to start to think, I mean, about uh, like wanting to show up in this good, big way. And I feel like you guys do such a good job at, of at least making me feel that of like feeling beautiful. Can you talk about your business? Yeah. When we decided we were going to go on our own, um, we ended up 
signing a lease and starting to like transform our space. So we, you know, painted, ripped out the flooring, um, did the whole expansion. And we quit our previous job two days before the shutdown of COVID. Um, Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, We were already in a lease. We already had planned to open like two weeks later. And we kind of looked at it as like, okay, we have two weeks to kind of like get on our feet, get everything together. Um, And then it wasn't just two weeks that we were shut down. It ended up being two months. So actually the first two months of our business, we weren't open and couldn't open. So that was right away, like super challenging. But the way that we looked at it is like, okay, if we can get through this, then we can get through anything at this point. And it just gave us more time to like focus on our website, our branding, our marketing, and like make sure that when we did open, it was really what we wanted. And so, um, yeah, right away, it was a tough run, but (laughs) we had each other and it was like, what was super important for us. And we just kind of, each of us had good days, each of us had bad days, and we just were there for each other to keep going. And Mm -hmm. then when we did open, it was a very slow opening um, because we didn't have any clients and we didn't have anything. So we just were marketing and people ended up finding us and referring and it, people were still scared though, because at that point, you know, people... COVID was huge and everyone was scared to leave their house still. Mm-hmm. And so it's such an intimate service. And so when we're that close to people, um, it just took a while for us to build our book back. And we did. And one year later, we actually expanded and rebranded. And so the first year was rocky, but it all like our support system, our family, mm-hmm. our clientele, we just have such loyal people around us. And it, it, just blossomed. And then we were able to actually expand and hire a team, um, change our name and really make it everything that we originally wanted it to be. From the get go, we had, you know, a lot of like big plans and um, obviously COVID happened and we just decided to like start small. And that's Mm -hmm. why we started um, Allen Co. Beauty, Just Lashes. Everything just kind of like the timing of it, honestly, is kind of crazy. Like we had this plan to like have more services, a bigger brand in a sense. And the space across from us became available randomly. We are like, oh my gosh, like, should we do this? Like, we've always wanted to expand and kind of like more of our original vision. And the timing of that just all kind of fell into place and the Loft of Beauty was born. Yeah, that's a tough start. <laughs> and it'd be so cool. I, don't, I know we were, we're going to look at your guys' charts a little bit today, but did you know that you can pull the chart of your business? You can see like sort of the... Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like what time we would use. I think you'd use, like you'd look on your LLC or like your, you know, your the business when you actually started it. And that that particular day at least can give you a, an, an element of like what it's like. And I just think about, there's a lot of people that were in your position of just like starting out something brand new, right? As everything shut down and that have thrived, that have been resilient enough to make it work. Were there any like specific levers that you pulled to, to get clients? You know, a lot of entrepreneurs listen to the show. A lot of them are spiritual entrepreneurs, all sorts of businesses. Like how did you get, go from like zero to actually like building a business? I'd say social media was our biggest thing. Okay. Really getting our name out there. And like, we both come from like small towns. And Mm so we know just like a lot of the community in those areas. And then they know people that are in the cities. And I think using our personal social medias where we already had a following to really promote our 
business page. And then just, it kept growing from there. And there was, we had a established clientele yeah. um, when we left our previous job, but for liability and just like legal purposes, we didn't right. tell anyone we were leaving. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our clients, they didn't know we were going anywhere. And so when we mm-hmm. opened back up, it was like, well, where are Kate and Brooke? Because it was shut down for two months. So they just thought we were at home, you know, like waiting to go back to our previous job and we weren't. So it did take quite a bit of time and just for us to kind of get that clientele and doing mm-hmm. promotions through Instagram and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have, like we said, like really loyal clients and so thankful for that because that sailed us through. Yeah. When people heard our story. I just think that they, you know, would be like, go to their friends and go to their family and be like, if you want last mouth two girls and, you know, like they just started out and, but they've been doing it. One of the big things was we still had so much experience Mm -hmm. where we had been doing lashes, each of us for six years when we opened this business. So it wasn't like we were like a new business and didn't know what we were doing. We were very educated in what we were doing. It was just getting our name out there. So, Mm -hmm. okay. So now you do lashes, you do brows, you do tanning or tell me (laughs) You tell me all the things that you do because you guys do a lot. It's not like real tanning. Nobody does that anymore. What is it? Um, yeah, no, it's spray tan. So Kendall's our spray tan girl and she has a lot of experience and it's a machine. So kind of like, like airbrush spray okay. tanning. Airbrush tanning. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. So like really niche, like these are the three things you do. So yeah. I'm, I want to talk a little bit about lashes because I do, people always comment. They like, notice wow your lashes like supernatural like I love them and I always tell them where I go and all the things and I want we're going to talk about sort of the energetics around this too because I think it's more than just the way you look but can you talk about like from your expert background what this is like what lash lash extensions are why someone might want to do them and like is it safe what's the maintenance give give us the lowdown I mean lash extensions like I wanted to get into it just because, you know, I, I have like a busy background, athletic, like I just wanted something that just makes life easier in a sense. And like last year's sentence, definitely do that. You start wearing less makeup when you have them. Cause you just like wake up and feel like you can just go pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but from more of like a technical standpoint, um, yes, they are safe. Like, obviously you have to go to somebody who's trained really well. Like, and basically it's, you're um, taking one extension and putting it on your lash and we go to as close to the lash line as we can without touching. So that it is really safe. Okay. And what is it that, what is the actual lash? Like, what is that material? It's a synthetic mink. Oh, okay. So it like, there is mink lashes. We don't personally use real mink hair and, but we use the synthetic. How long does it last? Two to three weeks is what our fills for maintenance. So our clients come in every two to three weeks and some people like, Oh, that's like so much maintenance. Like how does that save like time? But it really does like each day you aren't having to apply mascara. You wake up, like Kate said, you're wearing overall less makeup and it really promotes to the people that have that like busy lifestyle that are on the go and just basically want to be able to wake up, feel refreshed and look good. And that's just kind of um, what we really promote is even like us, when you see us majority of the time, we don't even wear makeup to work a lot. And it's just like, we don't, it's almost like skincare has kind of been the peak right now where it's Mm -hmm. like a routine over Mm -hmm. like a heavy makeup routine. And the lashes really like just accentuate that. Mm -hmm. 
flashes too. It's like just obviously any trend as time goes on, there's just so many different like looks we can do with lashes now. It's not just like the classic one-to-one. We can do volume and you can do super bold or super natural, you know? So there's, it kind of, the demographic of people really is expanded. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think you're so right about the whole skincare thing too. There's like, we aren't, I don't know, time has shifted, right? And like where we're spending time, what we're doing to feel good isn't always about makeup. You know, it's not about these things that like kind of cover up. It's more about how do you like enhance who you are? I think, I mean, truly this is like kind of the one thing that I do for myself that is, um, like outward beauty per se. And so much of it's inward, but I do genuinely feel like they're connected because what it's helped me do is say like, okay, I, I like this one thing and I don't feel like I need anything else. I don't need to cover up a whole lot. I want to enhance this version of myself. Um, do you see that? Like, do you see that with clients? You know, what is there people that have been doing this for a while? Is there like a connection to that feeling of like, you kind of said simplicity, but feeling good and like being more confident even? Oh, totally. Um, I mean, I can't even tell you the amount of times that clients will come in, get them for the first time, and then obviously like keep having them. And they say, you know, over time, like, I don't even wear as much makeup as I used to. Or just like the amount of times that like when someone gets like a fresh fill, they're like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. And it's not even like, they're not saying I look so much better. It's like, I feel feel so much better. better coming in and like having that hour. And I even think like that for people, like we have a lot of clients that just take like a lash nap and then they wake, like wake up and they feel just like (laughs) better leaving. And it is, it's, it is a really good, it's a look good and feel good for sure. Absolutely. You know, that TikTok, like little viral thing that's been going around of like the girls that get it, get it. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know, but I want to find it. (laughs) It's like going into like so many different things, but where lashes, it's totally like the girls that get it, get it. Yeah. Yeah. When you you really understand where I feel like if you've never had them before, it's like easy to say like, Oh, that's not for me. I wouldn't want that. But yeah, really we can customize each set to like you, you could have them look like you're just wearing mascara or you could have them look like closer to like a strip lash. There's just such a strong variety. Totally. Okay. So again, you guys are in, you're immersed in this field. I don't even know the TikToks. I'm an old mom. I don't nothing anymore, but I want to, I see a trend here and there. <laughs> I want to know, like, what are the other trends? I feel like, you know, things like lash extensions and even just like fillers and just stuff that like, I do think is kind of trendy right now. I, I don't, I don't know. Is that sustainable? Like, what do you guys, if you're expert background, see as far as beauty trends? Yeah. I mean, obviously like everything changed a lot during COVID. Yeah. And I think that's like changed beauty just as in general going forward. I just think like the more natural minimalist, like is much more in than it like ever has been. And, um, I think like multitasking products are definitely like they already are trending. And I think going forward, like products that can do different things, like a lip, oil or a lip gloss or something that can also be a blush or an eyeshadow or, Mm. you know, like those types of things. Like one tool that kind of does all of the thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like, same thing with like skincare. I personally like love active serum by is clinical and it's just because they, it targets so many things. It's like fine lines, wrinkles, mm-hmm. blemishes, like brightness. It's an all in one product. I mean, it's not cheap, but then I don't need to have like five right. different products targeting each of those things. So it really just makes my overall skincare routine simpler because it's one product that does five things versus having to have, you know, different acids and different serums to target each thing. Yeah. And with makeup too, I mean, like we said, honestly, on a day-to-day basis, like we barely wear makeup. And if I am, it's like a BB cream or something, or like Mm -hmm. a moisturizer or tinted SPF, like something super light, super simple, you know, you can just put on really quick. Yeah. I definitely see that. Like just going forward, I don't think that that's going to change. I feel like yeah, people will do like a full routine for their makeup, maybe if they're like going out or like special events. But I just think on a day-to-day basis, it's just not going to be like what it was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And I think even with like outfits that people wear are a lot yeah. different. Like, you know, like the joggers have become like very trendy and what people are doing versus like always wearing jeans. And, yeah. you know, that was something that like, I just think has definitely shifted it even went from like where it used to be like leggings, if you were going to be wearing comfortable pants and now they're even it's like sweatpants, it's like sweatpants and that people dress <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like chic, like a sweat yeah. set with like yeah. a long coat and some sweet sneaks. Like that's like mm-hmm. chic look. What a yeah. <laughs> People like 50 years ago are probably like shaming us right <laughs> now, leaving our house without our hair curled. And- right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know that's actually very true, but I think it's speaking, you know, this is so encouraging. It's speaking to something a little bit bigger than I think lashes or spray tans, right? It's speaking to the fact that one, we're prioritizing comfort Two, mm-hmm. we are getting really comfortable with just who we are, what we look like as is right. Like, and obviously things like filters are kind of obscuring that, but it, like you said, there's that natural look that we all really want. And even things like, you know, body positivity and being okay to show up in in something that you feel comfortable with versus like pulling on your spanks before you go out. You know what I mean? Like, like, let's leave that world behind. Do you, I mean, is that kind of what you guys are are seeing? You guys are younger than me. So I feel like you you probably are tapped into trends a little bit s- sooner. I mean, like they look, I look to Gen Z for like, what is cool? Like, what do I, <laughs> what do I wear? What do you guys think? Well, I mean, I'm not super young either, but I feel like the generation below us is definitely bringing a lot of the like 90s style back of like literally totally. like, I wore in high school or when I wore even in like junior high, I'm like, it's like cool now. It's just so weird. Mm-hmm. That always happens, right? Active yeah. sets. Like yes. even just like matching. Matching sets are matching like sets. huge. Yeah. Obviously mm-hmm. from COVID, you know, like yeah. those, everybody was doing like the tie-dye sets, but that's like, everybody loves a matching set for mm-hmm. sure. And a lot of more like neutrals. I think like yeah. even just like, it's crazy how like the colors have changed where it used to be like black and now we're bringing in like the browns. mochas and browns. And so I just, it, yeah. I mean, trends are always changing, but I definitely think it's going to be more of like, this is who I am, take it or leave it. And I'm here for it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And like you said, people just being more comfortable in Mm -hmm. their own skin. And like, that's why like natural beauty is going to be so like trendy, if you will, Um, because everybody just like wants to be themselves. They want to be accepted as themselves. And so like anything that's going to make you feel more of yourself, like kind of like exclude like a health 
you know, everybody's very into health, which is amazing. And everybody wants to look youthful. And what like we are doing, people are really like, well, that's not natural. Like having extensions yeah. aren't natural, mm-hmm. but it's accentuating the natural. So you can not have to continue to like cover up. And it's like with the spray tans, it's the same thing. Well, spray tans aren't natural. People before were sitting in tanning beds with, you know, the risk of like skin cancer, cancer and mm-hmm. all of that. So for us, a spray tan, a lot of people feel good. Like they feel like a different person when they leave, like just having that tan. Um, and a lot of people say they like their body feels better. Um, they like the way that their makeup looks with, you know, a spray tan or like just being able to like have the spray tan and put on like a moisturizer and then have it where it looks like you have other makeup on when Mm -hmm. you don't. And so I think, yes, it's not natural necessarily what we're doing, but it's accentuating the natural. It's accentuating like the simple, um, get up and go. So that's what I think we're going to see a lot more of like even microblading has become super, super popular because it's just Mm-hmm. that aspect of like, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I can yeah, wake up, yeah. throw some moisturizer on my face and go out the door. It's like a new luxury. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Simplicity. It's the new luxury. Yeah. And two, like I, something that I think about with just like my routines, right. I'd much rather spend more time in the morning, like doing my meditation, like maybe getting a workout and drinking some coffee than like getting ready for a really long time. I mean, I know sometimes it feels good to get ready and mm-hmm. My kids, they pay attention to what I do. And if I'm spending hours putting on makeup, I feel like they they feel like that's what they have to do too. <laughs> In a way, they've actually, though, side note, I've gotten really into like mostly my oldest. She was doing, you guys, this is so funny. I came in during her quiet time and she was doing like a vlog. Like she had her like, she's yeah. this little like fake camera, <laughs> fake camera. And she was doing a makeup tutorial. Oh my gosh. I love it. I but, but it's, I think it's sending a strong message of like, I'd pri- I'd rather prioritize this time in the morning than like getting ready. I do have a question though, as far as one spray tans go, is that like a cleaner alternative to, I mean, is that, I worry often about like, that the chemicals of a, of a spray tan. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. yeah. So like our spray tans, they do, they're like vegan friendly and they are like lighter chemicals than like what they used to use. Yeah. They Like it's the same thing where like, when I think when we look back on spray tans, when they first came out, most people were leaving with like a very orange and harsh chemical. Like, but now because just the whole I think honestly, everyone has just been a lot more aware of what we're using in our products. And so all Mm -hmm. of the products that we do use are a lot cleaner than what they used to be. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. and I think like, like Brooke said, like in the past, like people think of spray tans, like super orange. Like I always kind of think of like that, um, episode from friends with Ross when he got a spray tan. I don't know if you've ever (laughs) seen that. Yeah. We're orange. It's hilarious. Um, but that's like, not what it's like at all. Like Mm -hmm. our spray tans, obviously you can look super bronzed if you want, or they could look super natural. So you barely have like any tan lines and yeah, like a lot of our solutions, they are good for your skin. They'll help with like hydration levels. So just kind of depending like like your goal, Kendall's really good about, um, mixing the solutions based upon that. Your actual skin tone. Okay. Skincare. I want to know just a little bit about skincare, like from your guys' perspective, you touched on that as far as like having, having a product that kind of does everything, but like for someone that doesn't really have a routine right now, what would you suggest? Like what are sort of the tried and true things you have to include? Gosh, I mean, we could go into so much depth. I used to do a lot of skincare. It's hard to say just like a few things, but for sure, like in winter, like a really good cleanser, typically you switch to a cream cleanser in winter. 
um, and a really good moisturizer or serum. Like Brooke said, that active serum by Eyes Clinicals is so good because it targets so many different things with one mm-hmm. product. Yeah, I will say that like it's different for everyone and like what they're targeting for their skin. I think like two like bare minimum is using a good cleanser and using a moisturizer. Anything in between, you're going to basically use based on what your concern is. If it's like anti-aging or if Mm -hmm. it's acne, those are things that you're going to customize to you um, and what you're looking to target. But I will say that like moisturizers are just so huge. And I mean, what is it like? Jennifer Inson, like she would use like Vaseline on oh, her skin. Yeah. And it's like something because to lock in that <laughs> is so important because yeah, when you don't, you are promoting like basically wrinkles. It just helps just even with the moisturizer. Do you think we should do Vaseline? I feel like that's a little, that's probably like, (laughs) but that's like something where that's like, I'm just saying that's how dramatic I feel like she would take it. It's just because she's like, I'm not going to get one wrinkle. I'm going to basically drench my skin in Vaseline. Yeah. But, right. You no, know, I have a good moisturizer. Those are like two just basics that are very important, I would say. Yeah. And not makeup wipes. That's yeah, what I no, think. No, no, no. makeup wipes? Mm-mm. No. Why? Well, if, I mean, if you are using them, I just feel like a lot of people like take their makeup off and then they'll just like put on a moisturizer. And it's like, if you're using a makeup wipe, it's not like cleansing your skin, not okay. getting makeup off. So I personally like right now I'm using a um, cleansing balm mm-hmm. to get all my makeup off and then I'm going in with a different cleanser. So usually like double cleansing. Double cleanse. Yeah. yeah. And we'll say like a makeup wipe is always going to be better than doing nothing at all. Like you don't want to sleep with like makeup on your face. So I will do that in like circumstances where I'm like, I just quick need to take off my makeup. And then, mm-hmm. but if you even use the makeup wipe, I recommend using a cleanser directly after using the makeup wipe. So yeah. Okay. I do like a gentle cleanser. I do, um, micellar, micellar water just to kind of like, that's my second cleanse. Is that a bad, is that a bad thing? Is that like considered like a wipe? Would you say? Micellar water? Yeah. Um, I'd say it's better than a makeup wipe. Yeah. But I would definitely be like cleansing after it. So do the micellar water first and then cleanse. Yeah. I think I have yeah, them flip-flop. A lot of the makeup wipes will like dry out your skin. Oh, so okay. right now, yeah. um, it's just harsh on your skin for that purpose. So, okay. Yeah. That's helpful. And then is there as like serums? Do you do serum first and then moisturizer or like are they intertwined? Yeah. Serum usually before moisturizer. Okay. Unless it's See, this like- is stuff like I just have no idea. And I think a lot of people don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, And like moisturizers are changing too. There is serums now that are like are like moisturizers technically. So like we said, I mean, there's so many products out there. It just depends on your skin type, what you're using, what your goals are. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. If you can do that, like multi action, that's just going to help a lot. Just yeah. simple. So that you're not having, even just like, as far as like going to the store and getting the product, if you have to go to the store and you're like, Oh, I'm almost out of this one. I'm completely out of this one. It's just like, if you have five different things you're having to like repurchase all the time, right. it is easy to like be like, Oh, I don't want to do that yet. And put it off where I feel like if you can get like just three really, really good products that have multi-function, it's going to just make, honestly, your life simpler. Yeah. yeah. Simplicity. So. That's our trend. Uh-huh. I want to talk about your guys' self-care routines, but I thought it'd be fun if we could peek at your charts before we do that, because there's so much that, you know, we, we like a cosmic self-care on this. So Brooke is a, a Leo moon and sun. Do you feel like you resonate with that? Yeah. <laughs> like when you think of Leo, what do you think of? 
Um, I think I'm pretty, I'm very protective, like over my loved one. Yeah. I have a pretty strong personality. I am outgoing. I'm very extroverted. I would say that there's times that I like to be kind of like the center and, you know, of attention. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I like to dance, you know, just kind of have that like outgoing, um, strong personality. Yeah. And then you're on, you're right on the cusp. I know I said Capricorn, but technically you're Sag, right? Yeah. Sag, like Sag. Um, I'm very independent. Um, I tell it like it is. I'm a realist. Um, what else? I don't even know what the things have said. And your moon is in. You're adventurous. It's yeah. in Virgo. No, it's in Scorpio. Yeah. You've got a, I said, you know, I was talking about a, an intense moon in Scorpio. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your emotions are deep. You're probably a pretty good manifester. I mean, I think look at what you guys have built. Like you're such a good team and that's yeah. Sag and Leo are kind of similar, but that that's throw that Scorpio in and there's obviously lots of other things. So mm-hmm. the reason I ask is because I think there's so much customization and personalization that we can do to our routines, to our self-care as it relates to our signs. So knowing that that Brooke, you're all the Leo, <laughs> Caitlin, you're more of that like balance, Sag Scorpio. What do you guys do for your self-care? Um, working out is a big one. Yeah. Like that whenever I'm stressed or just like have anything going on in my head or whatever, it's just like, I have to go work out. And on days I don't work out, I'm like, just notice I'm like crabby or just kind of like dragging. Like, even if it's just like going to walk on the treadmill for like 20 minutes or a quick run, um, that's my like go-to self-care, um, facials. I try to get a facial once a month. Um, gosh, what else? I feel like those are the two main. When you work out, what are the specific workouts that you like? Um, it really depends. I really like bar sport classes at Tiger Fit. A run always helps. Lifting, yoga sculpt classes. So you like more pretty high intensity. I mean, that's that fire in you. That's yeah. like, want to burn off some heat, want to use this energy in a productive way. Yeah. Well, and I was, you know, pretty athletic. So I'm used to like very intense, hard workouts. And so sometimes I, if I'm not doing an intense workout, I feel like I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And do you think that's interesting? Cause I, I mean, it's so different for so many of us, like for me as a cancer son, high intensity workouts, like at, at least at this age are really draining now. And so I do a lot more, almost like, um, Pilates type stuff where it's like really precise, like precision. I love Pilates too. Yeah. That's interesting. I love to hear about people's workouts. Cause I do think it's like very <laughs> personalized and different. What about you, Brooke? What do you like to do? Yeah, definitely. I like working out. I like group classes. Um, I'll work out by myself, but I'm just motivated off of other people a lot of the times and like other people's energy. I just, that's when I feel like I work the hardest. Um, and so I'd say I do a lot of yoga sculpt classes and that's that like in between where it's like a heated room. You kind of start with a little bit of yoga and stretching and then it's intense where it's like weights and cardio. And then you finish with that again. And I think that that for me, I'm getting both where I can't just do like a Zen type. I can't do Zen yoga. I'm, my mind goes like a million miles an hour. <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay, what am I going to do after this? Like yeah. I'm thinking about the next thing. And so I need something that like, I get a little touch of that for like the Zen part, but uh-huh. the main workout is very intense. And then, um, we do have a sauna in our house. Oh my um, God. Yes. 
but that's a big thing for me that helps me like a ton, just like with stress and just kind of get all of like, just like that sweating is such like a relieving feeling for mm-hmm. me. Um, so I do that for self-care. I try to do that at least like four times a week. If I could do it daily, I would, but it can kind of be time consuming, especially, um, if I'm doing a yoga sculpt class though, then I won't do the sauna. This I would say that's a lot. You guys are so fiery. I like the like burning this. So with your, with your <laughs> sauna, is it like a, is it an infrared sauna or what kind, what kind is it? Yeah, it's an infrared sauna. So it's a dry heat. So yeah. um, really good for the lashes that it's dry. Yeah. Oh, it is. I was always afraid that it was like wrecking them. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. So it's a dry heat versus like, if I were to go sit in like a steam room, that wouldn't be as good for the lashes as what a dry heat would be. So yeah, we got, oh, tips. we got that. And mm-hmm. how long do you need to be in a sauna for it to be like beneficial? Like what's a good weekly routine for that? So I typically like heat mine up. So when I get in it, it's hot right away. Same thing. I'm not very like patient. <laughs> so like, <laughs> when I get in it, I want it to be super hot. And so I heat it up for probably like 20 minutes. Um, and then I'll go in for like, they say the recommended amount of time is 30 minutes. Um, Sometimes I just feel like it takes me longer to start sweating if I'm not as hydrated. And so then I sometimes will sit in it for like 45 minutes. Same. Okay. So do you guys have any spiritual practices or anything? Like, do you like meditation? Do you like anything that manifestation? I'm always, you know, since we talk about that so much on the show. I would love to say that I would like, I've tried to meditate and it is some, it does work for me sometimes. It's just like really hard for me to like sit there and not. Yeah. I feel like whenever I have quiet time, my mind, it's it's just always going like, I'm always, there's just something always I'm thinking about. And it's hard for me to just like completely quiet my mind. That's why like working out and going to like yoga sculpt classes, you know, stuff like that. Um, That's a moving meditation. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's like when I do it is like kind of at the end of the um, yoga sculpt classes, they take that like couple minutes just to be still. And I think after a workout, when I've exerted myself so much, then I can. But if I were just to like go try to do it like in the morning, it probably wouldn't work as well for me personally. So I say that pretty much every yoga sculpt class, they take a little bit of time to meditate at the end. So mm-hmm. do it like an actual Shavasana. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's when I do it in the sauna. I try a little bit and like to do like a little bit of manifestation, but, um, that's pretty much all I do for that. Mm-hmm. So. You guys must be pretty natural manifestors. I feel like when, and you know what, like it kind of all comes back to again, this like energy of how you show up, right? Like when you feel confident and you feel like yourself and you feel like you're not hiding behind something like makeup or whatever it is, you're just like, people notice that, you know, they, they're attracted to that. And it's really, I just think it really is a good testament to what you guys do is, is make people feel good so they can go out and be contagious, you know? Yeah. And I will say too, like, just like I, we have a house in Maple Grove. And so for me, I'm driving like 25 to 30 minutes, like at the beginning of my day. So I do a little bit of that at the beginning where I just kind of like, think about how I, like what's going on, how I want the day to go. And then at the end, just because when we are working, you know, it, it can be heavy mm-hmm. having as many clients that we see in a day. And a lot of that time is spent talking to people and mm-hmm. hearing about where people are at in their life and um, things that they've gone through and then them asking us about our lives. And mm-hmm. um, so 
a lot of the time when we're having so many deep conversations with people at the end of the day, I need that like 25 minutes to like not even listen to the radio and just drive. And I think that's the other time that I can kind of just like release some of that energy um, or gain energy because sometimes it is like can be sucked out of you when you're totally. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. 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 So sometimes it's nice when I come in and say, I'm going to put my AirPods in and meditate. Yeah. <laughs> if that's okay while I'm getting ready. Caitlin's like, yes, I don't have to talk for a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, you guys, this was fun. I love talking about this stuff. Thanks for just, you know, keeping it real and making me feel good. And I think spreading some information about this stuff that like we talk about such deep stuff on, on yoga magic and I love it. And I do think that things that are, like you've said, like simplicity is, is Mm -hmm. often one of the easiest things that we can do to get closer to ourselves, to understand who we are. Um, Can you just tell listeners where to find you, find your business if they are in the Twin Cities and would like to see you, how they can do that? Yes. Um, Well, the easiest way is Instagram. Um, Our handle is The Loft of Beauty. Um, Our website, www.theloftofbeauty.com. And if you come in to these two, make sure you say you heard about it on the show. Okay. Everybody <laughs> spread the yeah. word. Yes. Uh, um, we do have a discount code. You'll go magic 10. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Everybody, everybody can do that. Use that. Thank you. Thank you, friends. All right. Well, I'm so grateful for you both for just making me feel good for sharing all this goodness. And thanks for your time today. This was super fun. Yeah, thank, so fun. You. thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in today, friends. I hope you gathered some fun beauty secrets and trends. And again, if you want to get your lashes or any other service done here in the Twin Cities, use code YOGAMAGIC10 for 10% off at The Laugh of Beauty. Thanks for being here, everyone. I will see you next week. 